0: Well, good evening, everyone. It's so good to be with you tonight on another Wednesday night live stream service here at Word of Faith Global Ministries. It is time for Table Talk, and uh, I am super duper excited to be with uh, my dear friend, mentor, and pastor, Pastor Marsha Castillo. Many of you know who she is. She is uh, so dear to us and uh, we've known each other for such a long time. She and her husband, Pastor Eddie Castillo, for those of you that may not know, are the senior pastors of ESYF Church in Miami, Florida. So if you're ever in the Kendall area, more or less, Mm -hmm. go ahead and visit them as well. And uh, you'll see that their name is also in Spanish, Iglesia, Espíritu Espíritu Santo Santo y Fuego. I I love how to say it in Spanish too. (laughs) Uh, but we love them. There are covering pastors, Pastor Eddie and Pastor Marsha. We love them so much, and uh, we've gleaned from gleaned from so many of your teachings and preachings, the Lord. and and Pastor Eddie as well. We've actually shared many of your messages to our uh, church, and uh, it's just always a blessing to be able to uh, glean information from. I always like feel like a sponge when I'm hearing uh, Pastor Marsha teach and preach. So Praise God. it's always uh, such an honor. Thank to you. um you. Ma- you're making me blush. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always an honor for me to just um, not only, like, listen to you, watch you, and be in services with you, and, you know, just do life with you, and conferences, and all of this, right? But when, when we have them with us, we want to be like, all right, let's do let's this talk- together. <laughs> yeah, you would
1: think that we talk about other things, but we always end up talking about the word the kingdom of God. I love it. Everything but about the word. And I, I love think, it. I think it's good. It's wholesome. Yes. And it's uh, a blessing. It to is. To share so much. It is. It's an in-depth level. You it know, is. The things that the Lord is revealing, the things yeah. that God is talking about. Mm-hmm. So we are always blessed.
0: Yeah, together. and I love to pick her brain. She says she likes to pick mine, too, but I pick hers more than she picks mine, 100%. Um, but one of the things that I love about her is when she, when we get to talking some deep-rooted things, you know, she'll look at me with those eyes and say, what say
1: you? <laughs>
0: and I love that. I'm like, what am I going to
1: say? <laughs> So, But it's always so fun. So, so today is one of those days yes. in which we have been yes. together for a few days. And uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Oh, it's please. a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to share this time with you as well. Yeah. Uh, but we've been together for a few days now, and we have been in the Word. We have been going back and forth, talking, meditating, sharing Scripture, and and, and, and sharing our thoughts. And I think that's such a such a blessing and we 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 chose a topic that we kind of woke up in the same page yeah, this yeah, morning yeah. Uh, and it's an it's an awesome topic and i'm gonna let you obviously do yeah, the introduction but uh it's a very relevant topic necessary for mm-hmm. our time because the lord um the lord spoke to his children and said i need to make sure that you understand the times and the seasons mm-hmm. in which you live. Yeah, we cannot be ignorant. Yeah, <clears throat> right. So right.
0: So that's the topic, really, of our talk tonight. And uh, you'll see. You may have seen it in the artwork, but it's understanding time from God's perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's such a deep subject because when we think of time, we think of time in the natural, in our perspective, humanity's perspective, the Gregorian calendar for example, and things of that nature that may not necessarily fall in line with God's timing, and biblical timing, heaven's timing. It's it's very different and um, the topic we're going to be discussing today I know that uh, can be a little um, standoffish for some people. Absolutely. And we're going to talk through that and I hope you I hope you tune in throughout the entire teaching because I'm telling you you're going to be blessed and we really believe that the body of Christ needs to understand yeah. the times that we're living in and the times and the seasons
1: especially with everything that has been manifesting before our mm-hmm. eyes uh, in this past year and a half right I think every Christian that is in the word and that it's looking for Messiah's return right. has to be wondering, oh my goodness, are we really in the end times? Is this really the time mm-hmm. where, when we're going to see the rapture come to pass? Right. Uh, is this, is the, uh, is our theology correct? Yes. That's an important question. Yes. Are we, is are we properly, uh, um, learned? Mm-hmm. Are, have we learned the right things? Um, the eschatology of things right. are we how 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 are we doing with respect to what the word says and right. I think I think we are going to miss God's timing and we're gonna miss his appointed times if we look at this from a Westerners mindset very good point and I remember that many years ago the Lord started downloading for lack of a better expression Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. into my heart about the prophetic feast and and all these things that for a lot of churches they are a big no-no yeah yeah a taboo right so to speak because a lot of people say I'm not I'm not Jewish and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be involved in anything that has to do with Judaism Mm -hmm. we live in the new covenant Mm -hmm. and I think that the devil has been very wise in how he presents all of this information to the church of the lord mm-hmm. jesus christ to keep us from understanding the times right. from god's perspective yeah jesus is not going to come back based on the gregorian calendar right jesus is going to come back based on god's calendar exactly. and we need as believers to live our lives in god's calendar right
0: that is so good. And that's really a, it's something that we have to uh, uh, teach. We have to study. And the the, the Bible specifically says <clears throat> that. Study to show yourself approved. And a lot of times, we don't want to dive into things like this because it's so deep. It can be deep. It can be confusing, confusion, confusing to some. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before that... Um, you know, we're very careful because we don't want individuals to, to think, oh, now, you know, now they're Jewish. No, it's not about that. It's about understanding uh, the feast, understanding what God really ordained from the very get-go.
1: I mean, this is... If you look at it uh, with God's lens, the feasts are prophecy. Exactly. And if we're interested in prophetic events, if we're interested in knowing what's going to happen, what are all these things that are manifesting all over the world? Because it's not just in the United States that yeah. we're seeing some very, very drastic changes and not for the better, necessarily. Right. Uh, what is happening? There's a spirit hovering over the nations of the world. And and you see patterns in other places which are The same thing is manifesting. It may have a different name, but it's still the same. The essence is the same. And so I think one of the biggest challenges that we have uh, during this time with the Church of the Lord Jesus is Helping you understand that just because we are looking at scripture from a hebraic point of view It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're going to turn to judaism mm-hmm. We need to be balanced. Mm-hmm. We can study scripture. We can study the originals We could we could look at the feasts, but not necessarily go into their traditions. We don't need right. to wear uh, Kippah, we don't need to wear a right. talit. We don't have to keep any of the rituals from the old covenant Uh, We don't have have to kiss Torah, all those things. We don't need to do any of that. We need to look at Scripture so that we can learn what was God saying through the prophets. What was He saying through the feasts? The feasts uh, that are in Leviticus are critical for us to understand the times in which we live. That's right. That's right. And uh, I've said
0: this before many a times in that... Um, we need to understand scripture through the Hebraic perspective because if we don't we miss it. Like Pastor saying, uh, the the feast you have a fantastic um, uh, curriculum on the prophetic feasts. We're going to touch a little bit on on some of these tonight but uh, (laughs) I think that if we disregard the Hebraic perspective of it if we disregard the Old Testament we are missing it yeah. God does not put anything in his word by chance he doesn't um when even even the genealogies uh, which many people have just rushed through it or not even read and the <laughs> genealogy so it true. is so true because oh gosh it's gonna get so boring now with all these names that I can't even who cares? pronounce who, who cares? really cares and what's <laughs> the purpose well I have news for you there is purpose because God doesn't just have things in his word that are by chance and they really don't mean anything no every single aspect of the word of God is there for a purpose and for a reason
1: amen amen to that and I think it's important for us to know that with the exception of the day and the hour the Lord has already revealed when Jesus is coming back to earth yes it is so incredible that when you start going deep in the Word, going deep in the prophetic revelation, you're going to find a very clear 3D picture. So yes. you understand what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. You're going to see a 3D picture of Messiah's return.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. he says, no man knows the day or the hour, but we knew. We do know seasons. We do know times exactly. and seasons. Exactly. That's what he's given. He's given these to exactly. us
1: as hints as revelations because we need to be prepared exactly he is coming as a thief in the night for those that are not waiting for him for those that are living their lives disconnected yeah I go to church every once in a while uh, for Christmas for Easter which we don't call it Easter it's Passover amen Passover Amen. Um, I go every once in a while, you know, I don't really I I I do my own thing. I study at home. I watch from home mm-hmm. and all these things. Listen. You need to be able to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Grafted. Yes. Together with your brethren because times are going to get darker, mm-hmm. more difficult and we are not going to make it if we're not together and if we don't if we're not intertwined with the Lord like this that's right and that makes a believer dig deep into yes. the word and look for what he's trying to say because he is not gonna show as a thief in the night for the ones that are waiting for him if you look at the um, parallel of the Jewish wedding mm-hmm. a Galilean wedding yes. you're gonna find that the bride was waiting for him mm-hmm. she was Fully dressed, mm-hmm. and she more or less knew the time or the season, from a year to two years, mm-hmm. from the time that they were betrothed. Uh, betrothed. Bethrow, com- Be- how do you uh, say uh, it? Uh, Be- betrothed. Oh my Bethrowed. goodness! I'm stuck. <laughs> betrothed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she to knew the, from mm-hmm. a year to two years he would come back for her. Right. The exact time? Not sure. Right. The exact uh, the exact hour? Not sure. But I could more or less mm-hmm. see that a year and a half has gone by. He hasn't shown yet. He's about to show up. Let me get ready. Yeah. So this is the same thing with yeah. us. It's been more than 2,000 years that he's been gone. Mm-hmm. He's about to show up. Yes.
0: And we could be blue in the face saying that over and over and over again. And a lot of people can be like, oh, well, you know, I've heard that a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. You know? My grandma
1: used to say the same yes, thing. Yes, exactly. Like I've you had, know, had people tell yeah. me. Yeah. I grew up hearing the same thing. Jesus is coming back any day now. Yeah. But now, yeah, he really is coming back any day. Yeah. (laughs) And it didn't mean that it wasn't true
0: back then. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact of the matter is you have to be ready. Are we ready? Are we understanding these times and these seasons? And that's what we kind of want to go into um, today. I, I, I would love for you, I mean, honestly, in just a short period of time that we have in this table talk, there's just no way that we're going to cover it all. But we do want to cover several things that are really important. I know that uh, God's given you this burden in your heart. Yes. Uh, yes with yes. with time and, and you've taught on it numerous, on numerous occasions. And I know that we both even continue to uh, teach on the feast and on the festivals all the time, especially as they uh, begin to come.
1: Like we're yes. in this, we're in this, Season now of the summer months, right? The summer months where nothing appears to be happening. Right. But we are doing this right now because in September, yes, there's another seminar that is coming. And unless we have an an idea of how the feasts Mm -hmm. uh, work and what they mean, right, we're going to be lost in September. Yeah. Because there's other things that are manifesting that seem crazy. Yes. But here we are. Uh, And and to be more specific, we we are uh, talking about the UFOs. Mm -hmm. What does all of this mean? Mm -hmm. Is this in the Word of God? Mm -hmm. What does God have to say about UFOs? Yeah. It's a crazy topic. Yes, it is. But the church, we've talked about this so much. We have got to address the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. We cannot allow people to go learn something that's completely twisted, not true, not Bible-based, somewhere else or hear it from the news or from some other uh, Outlet, we need to talk about it at church so that we can have a Balanced biblical view of what's going on and why these things are happening Yeah,
0: and that is crucial in the times that we're living in because there's so many people that are led astray even people that consider themselves Christians in the church can be led astray when it comes to a topic like this. And it, I'm glad you brought that up. This is something that we're going to be uh, announcing at some point in time very soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but we, we're we going to
1: address this issue. We have to. We have to talk about it. We have to know what the Lord says about all, the, all these strange phenomenons mm-hmm. that are taking place that no one can explain. Exactly. No one knows who they are. Mm-hmm. But we do. Yes we know who they are mm-hmm. it's in the word exactly it's in the word so it's critical that we understand all these things and i ask the Holy Spirit please teach me yes show me help me with all my uh, unbelief maybe mm-hmm. uh, my doubt mm-hmm. I can't believe that that's in the word mm-hmm. that God how, how do you put together God and the UFOs everything is in the word so I think it's a critical time I think uh, another thing that I wanted to say is that the roadmap for Jesus return is in the feasts yes. and they were given to Israel and you may say well that was in the Old Covenant mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this and we um, we talked about the fact that seven feasts or seven celebrations were given to Israel in the Old Covenant but in the new covenant, there are three specific feasts, and they are unleavened bread, Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles, that will carry us over right. to the millennium. Right. The millennium is going to be a, a a time where we are going to commemorate what the Messiah, what the Lamb of God did, for to to uh, cleanse us from our sin. So it's we're gonna commemorate everything that he did crucifixion through the um what do you call it throughout the millennium but they're going to have commemorative sacrifices and this is like what we're going back to the sacrifices yes it's in the word we're going to see all of those things and we're also going to see unleavened bread pentecost and the feast of tabernacles being celebrated so this is not an old covenant new covenant Uh, This is a kingdom uh, mentality, a kingdom celebration that does not go away. And we need to look at this. God said that they were perpetual feasts. Mm -hmm. And if he says that they're perpetual, we need to pay attention and find out why are we not celebrating these feasts. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's beautiful.
0: uh, We've mentioned many a times that uh, a lot of the mentality of the Christian world is... Okay, when I die I'll go to heaven and we're going to be up there and we're going to look like little angels with wings flapping, you know, in in, in our backs and we're just going to float from cloud to cloud and that's <laughs> not the case. Um, there's going to be a new heaven and, and a new earth and there's the 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 new Jerusalem will be on earth. And you know, the it, it's it's very deep and maybe lengthy to go through to explain the millennial kingdom and to go through that part of the book of Revelation. However, what the pastor is trying to explain is that these feasts are perpetual. These feasts are kingdom.
1: That was a key word for me when I started to uncover all these things because I came from a church where this was not taught. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said perpetual, if God is using such a big word, Mm He doesn't lie, right? He means what he says. If they are perpetual, they they don't pass away, they don't expire. That means that they are to be observed, right? While we are here on the earth, how come we're not doing that? And so I started studying and and you know uh, digging uh, in the word, and I started coming across more and more material, and I understand that the Holy Spirit is bringing the remnant back to the Hebraic roots.
0: Yes. The yes.
1: remnant, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back to the roots because this is where we come from. And I understand yeah. that you taught a message about being grafted right. in the olive tree some time ago. Yes. Uh, and my goodness, we are part of who they are. That's, that's very key. Our identity yeah. is in them. Yes. Not in the rituals. Right, not in the way that they conduct themselves on a day to day to day, but when it, when, when it comes to the kingdom, to the secrets in the word, yeah. to, to the things that are being revealed. To, to the patterns, uh, that's a critical word to understand. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of patterns in the word, yeah. uh, and it's a form or model proposed for imitation. It's a series of events that repeat. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we also have the word moed, which is an appointed time, a place, and a season. Mm-hmm. And then we have the word sabbath, which means to stop, to cease, it's rest. Everything ceases, right? right. And then we also have what other word do we have here that's important? Uh, there's a difference between prophecy and prediction, and if we have time, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that as well.
0: That's good. Uh,
1: but it's a good. It's this is a very interesting uh, material to study. Uh, if you're in, we we could yeah. get the outline out to you if you need it. You can reach Pastor Yvette. And then we can get together, or you, she can reach me, and I can send you the the material. It's important to understand time. It's important to mm-hmm. understand eternity. Yes. Uh, time is the indef- the indefinite continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future, regarded as a whole, is a measure. Uh, is measured in hours and minutes, and then mm-hmm. eternity.
0: Yeah, a state to which. Time has no application. Infinite or unending time, no beginning and no end. Wow, that's that's deep. That's what that's who the Lord is. He's got no beginning, no end. You will live forever, forever,
1: and that takes time to wrap around your head. Yeah. I'm gonna live forever. Yeah, um, I am going to exist. Forever. Yeah. I'm I'm never going to die. Yeah. Just because your body gets old and dies on the earth, that doesn't mean that the real you dies. Mm -hmm. You are a spirit and your spirit is eternal. Yes. Yes. And I love that—no wrinkles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hallelujah! Can
0: can all the women shout hallelujah and hit amen <laughs> in the comment section, right? Amen, <laughs> amen.
1: So let's see. What are we? What else are we going to talk about here? We talked about the fact that these feasts have nothing to do with older New Covenant. In right. reality, they are to be observed throughout time, uh, throughout the dispenta- dispensation of time. Here. And we're going to see that, for example, God's people have a religious and a civil calendar. There's yeah. two different calendars. This is not the Gregorian calendar. Gregorian goes from January through December. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's calendar, uh, the Torah calendar, is a cyclical, lunisolar solar uh, calendar. Mm-hmm. It's based on the moon and the sun's movements. And so... The uh, months and the years are determined a little bit differently. Uh, The moon determines the months and the sun determines the years. And for example, the religious calendar starts with the first month of Nisan. uh, And it's uh, when the redemption of Israel takes place or Passover. It's the very first celebration uh, as a nation. Uh, Passover between March and April, and then the civil year or the civil uh, calendar uh, starts in the month of Tishri, which falls between September and October of every year. It's called also, it's also known as Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets in the month of Tishri. Right, okay, Uh, it is the seventh month of the year but the first for the civil year it's a little complicated. It is a little complicated. It would be good if we had a, a picture of it but mm-hmm. that will come when we do the seminar you can mm-hmm. join us and we'll give you all that information. Yes. Uh, it's a very interesting uh, way to see um, the Lord moving with his people through the calendar. Yeah, uh, we, we establish when we go when we do life Based on God's calendar and I have noticed myself we have a rhythm mm-hmm. we live with a rhythm and now we're gonna celebrate this feast and we meditate on what that celebration means and every single one of these feasts even though they were assigned or given or revealed in the Old Covenant they all talk about Jesus amen Yeshua that's all right. of them point they are all a yeah. shadow that point to Yeshua, the Son of God. Yes, every single one of them. Every single it, one. Not of them.
0: not one without it, t- turning uh, pointing uh, to Jesus. Every single one of them. So we have, for example, Passover, right? Mm-hmm. In the Hebrew, that's Pesach, Peshach, Pesach. Pesach. Uh We have unleavened bread. Um, we have first fruits, and and many of you that are listening that are part of Word of Faith understand these. Pentecost. Uh, we have Trumpets, uh, Day of Trumpets, which is Rosh Hashanah. We have Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, which is Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. and Tabernacles, which is Sukkot. I think it would take a really long time to explain each and every one of those, but I'm going to let you, um, you know, if there's any one in particular that you want to hit on, or maybe even um, some of the, uh, the months. I know that we, we've been kind of picking at each other's, uh, brains and stuff. We've been talking a little bit about Shemitahs. Uh, that's might be a new, may or may not be a new word for some of you that are hearing this message tonight, but it's also very important for us to understand what is a Shemitah. I think you have, I think you may have this pastor here in, um, in one of the Uh, one of the sections in your workbook
1: yeah look when we our church celebrates every year all the feasts um, and what do we do do we do anything different on that day of course not what we do is we talk about it we preach on it we teach on it and we meditate on what it means the significance of a feast I love that there are purposes for these feasts for example uh, to remember and celebrate what God has done Mm. Mm -hmm. So you would normally take a seven-day feast and people would gather in their communities or in Jerusalem whenever they traveled uh, all the way up to Jerusalem and what would they do? They would eat, they would pray. They would talk about God. They would give testimonies. Oh, I I had this amazing thing. What do we do when we get together? That's exactly what we do. I love it. We talk about the things that the Lord has done, the things that the Lord has revealed to us, and where do we think we're moving forward with or uh, towards what? You know, we talk about the the center of our lives is the Lord. So this is exactly what they did when they got together to celebrate the feast. They would celebrate the goodness of God, the grace of God, mm-hmm. they would uh, get together to talk about understanding the signs of the times. Yeah. Because back then, they were also waiting for Messiah. Right. So this is important to understand. Right. Uh, and it also serves a purpose of separating a time just for God for a deeper understanding and fellowship with Him. What could be more important than that? There's nothing weird about that. There's nothing... Weird about celebrating these
0: feasts, commemorating them, talking yeah. about them, yeah. and talking about the things of the Lord. Yeah.
1: For example, um, I'm I'm thinking about what takes place during the Christmas celebration. This yep. is not something that's in the Word, um, but we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Yep. However, the enemy has turned a season that could be a season to grow, to meditate, to be grateful for, to worship the Lord into a frenzy mm-hmm. of buying gifts, right? of getting in debt, mm. of being so uh, oppressed, mm. worried about having to get together with family members and people that you mm. don't get along with, mm. uh, people that get drunk <laughs> and this and that and the other. It creates a lot of friction within the families. You spend everything you have, and then some buying gifts for people because you feel obligated, so and it kind of loses the meaning, yeah, of the season, yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, Christmas is coming right? i can't I can't deal with that's it that's so true, and my husband that's and so I true. talked about this plenty, and we said we refuse to spend Christmas time shopping, Thanksgiving day. They are doing the uh, Black Friday mm-hmm. earlier and earlier mm-hmm. every year. Now on Thanksgiving Day, the stores are open, and yes. people are flocking to the stores yeah. to spend to save what? Fifteen dollars, right? on a TV, right. What's more important? Right? Family time, relaxing, yeah uh, you know, uh fellowshipping yeah. or standing in line That's with so the true. with the opportunity. It's an opportunity to get trampled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, so these are all things that we need to think about and and examine and say, I'm not going to be a part of that. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I love how the signs that we see all over uh, neighborhoods that that says, keep Christ in Christmas. And you read that, keep Christ in Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas, Merry Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got to keep Christ. We've got to keep Christ not only in Christmas, we've got to keep Christ... All the time. All the time. We have to commemorate. We have to celebrate. We have... What, what has God not done for us? So just celebrating, uh, you know, Christmas time or celebrating the Lord's birth during Christmas time or Thanksgiving just during
1: Thanksgiving time, we've got to do that every day of the year. Are you kidding me? Yes. I think we need to change a lot. Uh, a yeah. lot of things. Uh, we have fallen into the... Uh, traps I I believe so that the enemy has been preparing and he's been very uh, sneaky and successful very successful and I think we can change all those things yeah Um, Yeah. so there are patterns in the Word of God there are patterns in days Mm -hmm. there are patterns in weeks Mm -hmm. months years the Sabbath the Shemitah the Jubilee in the feasts The sun, the moon, the seasons, the rain, and drought. Mm -hmm. There are patterns. Uh, And this is so interesting. Patterns are also called cycles. Right. And cycles are connected to numbers. (laughs) Very important. So we have here the uh, pattern, for example, for the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. The Sabbath is the day of rest. Right shabbat that's how we know it shabbat and it takes place every six days and the seventh day is the day of rest mm-hmm. right it was the lord that instituted right that pattern and then we have the pattern of the shemitah okay so the sabbath going
0: back to sabbath uh, Shabbat, right? Mm-hmm. That, is, that is the day of rest. So that's something that's an understandable in the Word of God throughout the entire Word of God, right? Yes. So that is the seventh day, which is Shabbat, the seventh day of rest. But the Shemitah, right, occurs every six years. And those of you that have been students of Mine, and I know students of Pastor Marsha for a long time know these words, but for those of you that may not understand it, this occurs every six years. The seventh year is a year of rest for the land. Do you see how those connect with Shabbat? As we know, Sabbath, every six days, the seventh day is, is a day of rest. Shemitah, just so you can try to get a better understanding, occurs every six years with the seventh year Is a year of rest for the land, right? So, this is what
1: Israel had to observe. Israel had to observe the Shemitah year, and because they didn't, Hmm? they skipped the pattern that the Lord had given them seven times. And the Lord, who is very much in tune with everything that happens on the earth and everything that happens in your life and mine, tells them. You skipped seven Shemitah uh, patterns. I am going to remove you from the land of Israel, and I'm going to send you to Babylon, and you're going to wait there until the land rests yes. for the seven Shemitah cycles that you missed. It's a, it's a, It was a forceful rest of the land because they did not exactly. observe it, right? And so we see that Israel is led... To Babylon into captivity right. because they had disobeyed the Shemitah year is yeah. an important topic this is not something that a lot of people preach about a lot of pastors but right. it's an important topic to talk about it's an important cycle that we do not want to miss we are exactly. still the God's calendar is still working on Shemitah years and jubilee years
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so the jubilee year, yes explain that the jubilee year comes after the Shemitah right so we have the Sabbath which is a weekly pattern then we have the Shemitah which is a yearly pattern mm-hmm. and then we have the jubilee mm-hmm. the jubilee is every 50 years every 49 years mm-hmm. okay the following year is a jubilee year and this on this 50th year It's called the year of release or the year of restitution. Mm -hmm. It's a year in which all debts are forgiven. Uh, I remember that Michael Card many, many years ago had a a beautiful song about the Jubilee. And he said, Jubilee, Jubilee, Jesus is my Jubilee. It's beautiful. Yes. Uh, And Mm -hmm. then um, the slaves were set free. Debts were forgiven. Uh, the land, if you have borrowed or taken mm-hmm. land from your neighbor, you would have to return it. It mm-hmm. was it was a year that kept balance uh, socially speaking right. and economically speaking in Israel. It worked right. perfectly, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, so tell me what you have learned about this Jubilee.
0: Well, I was gonna say that first of all something that strikes me as a pattern, if you will, or a shadow is the for the 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 timing, for example, the forty-nine year, the 50th, because I'm thinking about uh, the time from uh, Jesus's uh, death and resurrection to the time of when the Holy Spirit came. And that was fif- That was 50 the. Days. That was fifty days. Yes. So what I wanted to say about that is again going back to our our previous comment about nothing in the Word of God is done by chance. These these patterns are important, and these numbers are really important mm-hmm. if you think about it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Because when the Holy Spirit came down, it was it was the fiftieth day when Jesus says, "Go and wait," because the holy spirit is is going to come he's going to fill you with with power and that was on the 50th day so for me that sticks out as a shadow a type of sh- a shadow so that jubilee is mentioned in old testament but is it is something that has to be observed so can i do just a little review again sabbath Right, weekly, weekly, Pattern. right. Mm-hmm. Of course, knowing that the seventh day, number seven, very important in the Word of God. Seventh day is the day of rest. We know that through gen- Genesis, how God created the heavens and the earth. On the seventh day, on Sabbath, Shabbat, He rested. Shmita, okay. Every six years, on the seventh year, uh, the land rests. And then, woof, jubilee occurs every 49 years. The 50th year is a year of release and restitution. Woof, that we can be here for 10 hours. We could be
1: here for a week talking about yes. what that represents. Yes. Um, there are a lot of symbolisms in the word. Right. And this is one of them, and it's a big one. Yeah, it because is a big one. Because God measures time, God's calendar, yes, no, you go. I'm God's calendar that. is based not on a, a yearly calendar like the Gregorian calendar. God's calendar functions with Shemitah yeah. and Jubilee years. Yeah. Sabbath, Shemitah, Jubilee. Sabbath, Shemitah, Jubilee. And so it starts building up throughout the years.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, uh, And if we had time and we could see everything that has taken place whenever they were celebrating whenever Israel was celebrating either a Shemitah year or a Jubilee year, amazing things have happened. Yes. Uh we were reading and I and and, and I might be wrong. I I have so much on my brain right now, mm. so we've been studying so much. Mm. But I believe the year that Israel became a nation, they were in a Shemitah year. Mm-hmm. And uh there were the blood moons. And occurred the blood moons were also well. taking Place mm-hmm. uh, we have a blood moon, a, another tetrad coming up next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had we had one 20. in 2015, which was very very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things happened. Uh, people were expecting tsunamis. Yeah. people were expecting volcanoes yeah. to erupt, and none of that happened. Right. There was an explosion. <clears throat> there were tsunamis and volcanoes erupting. Spiritually speaking,
0: yes. I'm glad you mentioned that, because uh, we might think, oh, we got blood moons coming, something's going to happen. It doesn't necessarily mean right then and there, that very same day, that very same night, something's going to happen, oh my God, the world's going to end. It doesn't necessarily
1: mean that. And then if it doesn't end, you're like, doesn't really mean precisely anything. these oh, people people are just fanatics preaching. yes, and they're looking yes. for sensationalism and you're right. disregarded yes but the truth is that the
0: lord is saying prepare prepare and it doesn't necessarily mean it's ha- it's going to happen right then but it could happen in the near future mm-hmm. so those those are signs and seasons those are things that we have to look for because God believe it or not yeah. people God speaks to us not just through his word God speaks through us through these signs and through these symbols through these se- seasons yes. so we've got to pay attention you know if there's anything that I can tell you tonight and I hope you you really take all of this in is we got to wake up <laughs> we've got to wake up and and not just wake up but you got to stay awake you know, forget the slumber and forget trying to get a little bit on the sleepy side. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's no time to waste. There's no time to waste whatsoever. We've got to understand the times, the seasons, the, the, the moedims of the Lord. We've got to understand how God sees time through his eyes, through his word, because I'm, telling you yep. many are going to miss it mm-hmm. many are going I can I rewind a little bit of what you said a moment ago about uh what was it about uh, uh, uh the thief in the night uh, yeah and and I want to reiterate that part because we we may read that and think oh yes you know uh, God's gonna the Jesus is gonna come back you know as a thief in the night but was that the scripture you just used? I can't remember yes. now. And um, it, it's not going to come unbeknownst to us who are understanding of these times. Because if we if we don't understand it, then guess
1: what? It'll be like a thief in the night for us. <laughs> We're going to miss that. But we are not called to walk in darkness or clueless Precisely. of what's happening. Because the Lord was very clear in the Old Covenant, he said that there were a group of men from the tribe of Issachar that knew the times and the seasons. Yeah. And because they understood the times and the seasons, they knew what to do. Right. Whenever right. There, there was trouble, yeah. they knew exactly what to do. And it also says that the people of Israel listened to what they had to say. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of voices out there. Oof. Too many prophets nobody wants to pastor nobody wants to be an evangelist people want to be a prophet and have this clout of i don't know what mm-hmm. being a prophet entails uh having fear of god because yes. you can lead a lot of people astray yeah uh, if you start saying things and and i also think that there's a lot of prophets out there and i want to if we have time i want to talk about this mm-hmm. briefly there's a lot of people predicting and not necessarily Prophesying yes. what the Lord is saying. Yes. And the, the the surest way for us to uh interpret what a prophet is saying is by knowing scripture. Mm-hmm. This is our safe zone, the word of God. Right. I think a lot of people are not studying the word they're not going in depth in the word and then they're listening to all these people out there there's a lot of people on on the web there's a lot of people with the um the um what do you call it all these uh movements that are conspiracy theorists and all these things and listen we cannot get tangled with any of that we need to listen to what the lord has to say what the holy spirit is saying right and in order for that to happen and, and in order for a prophet to be accurate he needs to be speaking what heaven is saying yes and not necessarily using a prediction i think a lot of what happened to these prophets that were prophesying that donald trump was going to win a second election they were predicting things based on patterns that had taken place before mm-hmm. and they missed the mark right because they were not necessarily listening to the lord right i agree what do you think about that? I agree. I agree
0: wholeheartedly, and you have to have a—I uh, um, don't want to call it a spirit of fear because God has not called us a spirit of fear, obviously. But we have to be with trembling before we even say, "The Lord saith." I'll saith the Lord. Ooh. Okay, because we are living in some really weird and crazy times. <laughs> yes. Honestly. And, and we got to be careful. I mean, really, as pastors, as leaders, as ministers, yes. we have to be very careful and very cautious. That's why it's so important for us to search the Scriptures, know the times and the seasons we're living in. We have news for you. Things are, uh, this is not fear-mongering. This is a preparation for us to understand that things uh, will get dark. That we're living right now already in dark times where uh, good is being called evil and evil is being called good. We're living in biblical times right now. That's exactly what the Word of God says that will happen. And we're seeing it. We're witnessing it right now in 2021. That's exactly what we're seeing. So once again, if we are not careful to search out scriptures, to listen to sound doctrine, listen to what I'm saying right now, listen to sound doctrine, because as Pastor Marsha was just saying, there's so much out there. YouTube is filled with conspiracy theorists, pastors that are fly-by-nights, you know, pastors or prophets or whatever, listen, you're, the funnel should be the word of God, we've got to funnel everything through God's word, and right. be in tune with the Holy Spirit of God, because if you're not in tune with the Holy Spirit of God, I'm telling you, you could be led astray by tickle, getting your ears tickled, and all of these weird, uh, mm-hmm,
1: teachings i couldn't yeah. even say the word we, uh right look we've had experiences in our church uh, of people that would stop congregating and the lord says that we are to congregate people that would stop congregating because they connected with a teacher oh my goodness on the internet oh my goodness so you lose the ability of having a pastor of being a part of uh, a a a church, the the governmental body of Christ is a church. Yes. It's a congregation. It's yes. a group of people that gather in His name. This yes. is what He instituted. This is His design. Yes. But people are all over the place doing all kinds of crazy things. Yes. And they would prefer to... Be connected with someone online who you don't know who they are yeah. or where they're getting the inf- their information from instead of having your pastor and yes. your brothers and sisters. Yes. It's really sad. Yes. It's really sad what's happening. And we need to be aware of all these things, of all these crazy moves that are happening out there because so they true. do not conform to the patterns that the Lord stipulated in the Word. Precisely. Precisely. What are you behaving or being part of something that conforms to what God designed or is this a man-made design right I think this is critical uh, for us to understand at this time Uh, look at this word this is in isaiah 42 verses 7 through 9 it says I the lord have called you to demonstrate my righteousness I will take you by the hand and guard you and I will give you to my people Israel as a symbol of my covenant with them and you will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. Mm. I am the Lord, that That is is my my name. name. I I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with carved idols. Everything I prophesied has come true. And now I will prophesy again. I will tell you the future before it happens. Ooh. So you want to know what's happening next? And when is Jesus returning? And when is the rapture taking place? Is it post-trip, mid-trip, pre-trip? <laughs> Everybody has a different opinion. But the word of God is crystal Clear. so good and the word also says that God's children have not been appointed to, to wrath. wrath so woohoo Amen. so hear me listen to this so so this is how we can tell when someone is a prophet mm-hmm. and sometimes a prophet will say I'm sorry you're expecting me to share a word but God has not spoken to me yeah. and you should appreciate that mm-hmm. more than if a person starts to predict yes many predictions in the internet Mm -hmm. about Donald Trump and in our Mm -hmm. church for example the Lord did not say anything to us about Mm -hmm. him having a second term Mm -hmm. actually we said let's pray for the Lord's will exactly it's a little scary because Mm -hmm. you don't know what's gonna happen but let's pray for the Lord's will yes we would like for him to have a second term but what if it's not in the design? Because certain things have been written and they need to come yes. to pass, as we all know. Yes. So look at this. A prediction is an educated guess, hmm. an estimation of something that will occur in the future, which may or may not occur. Mm-hmm. A prediction and a prophecy are not the same thing. Right. I think a lot of people saw what was happening with the elections. Uh, the Kim Clement prophecy was mm-hmm. very uh, was like a, a very important uh, piece in the puzzle, I guess, for people to say, oh, he predicted it, mm-hmm. he came out the first time, so it must be true that he's coming mm-hmm. for a second term. Right. We're going to give a prediction, and it sounded like a prophecy, mm-hmm. but it was more like an educated guess. Mm-hmm. We can predict certain things based on calculation of parameters of a certain issue. Now prophecy, on the other hand, is God's empowerment of an individual to speak on his behalf yeah. to understand the voice of God the message, and then accurately conveying that message
0: mm.
1: and Daniel is a perfect example, mm. and so is Isaiah all of the prophets right. actually that are in the word uh, were able to convey God's message even when it was not a popular message yeah and we need to learn we need to learn not to look for prophets that are you know
0: yeah you're right. good
1: you're doing awesome you god is going to promote you mm. all the prophecies are perfect and wonderful and glorious right. and you're going to address uh, hundreds of uh, hundreds of thousands right. of people and and mm, no no mm. not all the time mm. <laughs> that's so true
0: i like what uh, isaiah 46 9 through 10 has Uh, Says uh, that we have here remember the things I have done in the past for I alone am God I am God and there's none like me only I can tell you the future Before it uh, even happens Everything I plan will come to pass. (laughs) Aren't you glad for that? Yes, for I do whatever I wish Wow Wow Woo. and God is outside of the scope of time He has an aerial view of time so he can see the beginning and the end simultaneously. I love that.
1: I absolutely love it.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's a message right there in and of itself. Yes. That is absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, One thing that um, I want us to to close with, because I know that we're uh, ending our time together here, but isn't this good? Don't you want a second part? (laughs) Shoot us a message and let us know if you want a second part, and we'll do a second part. Um, you and I talked about this, uh, during this time that we've been together and it was about last year during COVID Mm -hmm. and, uh, we, we talked about the fact that, um, we believe that the church did not pass that test. (laughs) Um, I know that we can open up a can of worms by just saying that, and mm-hmm. we could go on here for... We could have done better. ...a long time, but I think that we could have done better. Yeah. And 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 can I say that, I mean, I know from, you know, several pastors that we're familiar with and everything, that there are even folks that have not returned to church, even now. Yes. I mean, we're, in Jul- we're, we're entering the month of July. We're at the end of June,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and COVID has come and gone in the name of Jesus, right, Mm -hmm. and we're no, no longer, praise the Lord, on lockdown, get back to church, church, what is the, what is the reason that people are still staying at home in their comfy pajamas with their coffee in their hand, watching services online, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, if you are unable to congregate, you're sick, you're ill, whatever it is that, that, that might be but let that be, ladies and gentlemen, for a very short period of time, because we we need to get back to church. We need to get back to um, truth teaching.
1: But what did he, What did Jesus say? Occupy
0: until he comes. Until, until I return. Time.
1: Yes, occupy uh, until I come. Exactly. And if you're home. And yes. You connect every week. Yes, you're obedient. Yes, you give your tithe, but it's never the same thing yeah. to watch through a computer yeah. than to be in person receiving the impartation yeah. of the word and being part of the worship. Yes. And and there's a there's a congregational anointing that yes. is released when the saints are together. Yes. It's not the same. No. This is not the design of the Lord. I think that's what we should talk about that. Uh, the patterns in God's design he designed everything for a purpose and there's a lot of things that are taking place on the earth right now that do not conform to God's design yeah and that should tell you right there whether it comes from God or not whether he accepts that or not exactly because he made a design and he said in the very first uh, moments of Genesis Mm -hmm. he said Oh, my goodness, this is good. This is really good. So yep. why are we going to change the Lord's design? Yeah, that's you know. so true. So I think it's these are things that we need to look at. These are things that we need to meditate yeah. on. And we want to encourage every single one of you to come back to church. Yeah, COVID is not going to take you down. Right. We've made it this far. And the Lord has us on the earth for a purpose, and we are to occupy, we are to serve God right. wholeheartedly until He comes. That's right. That's right. People, we, peop, there's so much need out there. Yeah. So we want to encourage you yeah. to stay in the Word, to study, to connect, but try to come back to church. Yeah. Make yourself available, connect
0: with your church. Uh, get back with your pastors and say, What can I do? What can I serve the church in? Because mm-hmm. Occupy means that. Occupy is not just sitting around twiddling your thumbs, waiting for the Lord's return, and watching services online. Occupy is serving God, getting connected, doing what God has called you to do, getting into the things of the Lord. Amen. It's not just sitting around and, and waiting. Amen. So we, we pray that this has been a blessing to you. Yes. Uh, I know that this topic is so broad, and uh, I know that, again, we can be here for weeks on end discussing this. Um, I want you to know that very, very soon we are going to announce a seminar that's going to take place in September. We'll give you the dates, the times, and all of that, and it's going to be here at... At our church, I know that Pastor and uh, Eddie and Marcia are also going to be doing a seminar at their church as well, mm-hmm. and it's going to be very, very critical for you to attend that seminar. I, I I'm telling you, it's going to be fantastic. It's not going to go live. No, it will not. It's not going to go live. So that that right there gives you a clue as to the fact that you should go, and you should attend because um, Pastor Marsha is going to be uh, really digging in deep. And I don't want you to miss it. Pastor and I are going to encourage our church family to come and be a part of it. Because we are living in some really funky times. (laughs) That's the word that comes to my mind right now. But it's true. We're living in some really interesting times. And we should not fear. Those of us that are in covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ, we should not fear. As a matter of fact, we should be joyful. Joyful looking forward to his return for his bride amen can i get an amen to that Amen to that and and again understanding the times and the seasons so nothing will catch us off guard so we pray that this has been a blessing we're going to close in prayer now and um would you close in prayer i'd love to invite you to close and uh share this message with your friends and your family listen to it again maybe there's something that sparked your interest And if there is, shoot us an email and let us know. And we would love to maybe visit that topic at some point in time. But uh,
1: Pastor, would you close in prayer? Surely. Thank you, Father, for this time that we have been allowed to share the goodness of your word. Those things that are hidden gems in your word Father God that give us glimpses of the future Mm. a wonderful future that produces hope in our hearts once we understand Mm. it I thank you for each and every person that is going to connect that is going to listen we bless them we declare them blessed Father God Mm. and they're going in and coming out healthy strong Father Mm. God connected to you connected to the Holy Spirit and to your word Father God and waiting in their hearts looking out Mm. every day into the clouds expecting the return of messiah Mm. we bless your people father god we bless this program table talk we bless pastor ricky and evette gallinar father god and we thank you for everything and the many people that they are reaching through their teachings father god in jesus name we pray And we all say amen,
0: amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Stay tuned for maybe part two at some time real soon. But we are so glad that you joined us. God bless you, and we will see you very soon. Take care.